Chris Peppercorn with the Birmingham Zoo. Are you with us? Yeah, good morning, guys. How you doing? Oh, morning, uh, man, we're excited to have you with us. Uh, how's your morning starting off? Oh, great, great. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, there's a ton of things going on at the zoo. Sure is. Um, Y'all are doing a, a phenomenal job out there. I was out there a couple of, I guess it was about a month ago now, but uh, it looks great. Uh, everything's going great, it looks like. And uh, y'all are actually open on the 4th was one of the things I wanted to say that uh, I think that's kind of, yeah. that y'all aren't usually open on the 4th. So with it being Monday, man, everybody get out to the zoo Go if you don't have plans zoo. and check it out. Yeah. 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 Normally we're not open on Monday, but it's uh, 4th of July and we want to honor our military service members by uh, giving them free admission oh, good. as well as um, their dependents. And so this is for all active and retired military as well as veterans on Monday. So bring your family out. It oh, won't wow. cost you a thing to get into the zoo. And we just want to thank everybody for their service and, and commitment to our country. So well, hope we hope we see a lot of those folks out there uh, on Monday. Yeah, That's I think awesome. you're going to see the Truitts. I think we're planning to come out there. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. and uh, Well, you... Go ahead. When you're out there on Monday. Do me a favor. Take a look at our new flamingo chick named Baron. Oh, yeah. There we're you about go. to ask about some of the animals because <laughs> yeah. uh, I heard y'all got a, a, a few new ones, don't you? <laughs> we do. We do. This is our first flamingo chick in a lot of years. Oh, wow. And um, with the help of the Birmingham Barons, they actually gave us some infield dirt. Oh, that's neat. Uh, and it's the best dirt for flamingos to make a nest out of. <laughs> is that right? And uh, so we have our, our new chick named Baron. Yeah. The Barons. That's awesome. And you'll see this little little gray guy uh, walking around, hopefully, or flopping around uh, in the exhibit on Monday. So please come out and see him. By the way, Chris, we, we and, and we are, this is True at News Radio. We're on the air with Chris Pfefferkorn, the president and CEO of the Birmingham Zoo. You know, a couple weeks ago in the Did You Knows, we announced that a group of flamingos is a flamboyance. So we're going to add Baron to that flamboyance out <laughs> there right <laughs> that'd be perfect yeah. that's right that's and it. he is pretty flamboyant so yeah. come out and see it. yeah well hey y'all got uh you got the new train fired up out there tell us about that we do we have the new red diamond express it's an electric train um so no propane use no mechanical parts to break down oh wow um and new cars that have a video screen so as folks go around the zoo on the train uh we hope to to let them hear a little bit of something about what they're seeing as they go around the train. So this was uh, provided by Red Diamond uh, Tea and Coffee, and, and was they're just a great partner to the zoo. Um, and so please come out and try this new electric train. Yeah, we're going green at the zoo. Yeah. We're trying. Hey, i got to <laughs> tell you, trying. we were out there, uh, I guess that was New Year's when they had all the Christmas lights up, oh, and yeah. we rode the train yeah. around and uh, went through the little tunnel there, and uh, man, I was I was uh, pleased as punch. How about that? Oh, and, that's uh, nice. I was having a big time on the train that night. Yeah, that's our Glow Wild, which we're bringing back again this year. We'll open up in, in the middle of November and run through the middle of January, and it's a brand new show this year, so hopefully we'll get a chance to talk to you all in that uh before that show opens and kind of let everybody know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, now y'all got a new lion too. What? Is that right? Yeah, we do. We got a new male lion. His name is Josh. Um, not a typical lion name, but <laughs> he's a gorgeous male, uh, came to us from the San Antonio zoo and, uh, he's being introduced to our resident female Achille, oh. uh, as we speak. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, so what's the process like? You know, it's interesting. Tony and I were talking this morning. When you when you get new animals, there's really kind of phases before you can sort of just knock them out there and present them to the public. Uh, you know, what, what is the phase that you go through when you have, for instance, a new lion and have to introduce it? Well, you're exactly right. It, it isn't just uh, getting them here to the zoo and opening a door. We uh, 
All animals that come into our zoo go through a 30-day quarantine so the veterinarians can monitor their health. Our keepers can get used to the animal's behavior um, and attitude, so to speak. And so it's a slow process. And what we've been doing with Josh and Akili is letting them see each other uh, but not share the same space. And we monitor their behavior and see if we see anything that, that might cause us some concern. And when we feel like they don't think it's a big deal, then we'll start doing slow introductions for short periods of time, letting them share the same space and watching how that goes until they show us they're ready to be together. Yeah, that's that, that, that's really fascinating because, you know, I think to the the civilian mind that, uh, you know, you don't think about it, but you would just think, well, you know, we got Josh the new line. We'll open up that door, mm-hmm. and uh, here's here's the public. And, yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. I imagine, you know, the same with Baron, right, the brand-new Flamingo. I imagine there's a phase with respect to, uh, you know, what you got to go through before Baron's able to be presented to the public. Well, you're exactly right. Um, we want to make sure that Baron's healthy. Uh, we want to make sure the parents can take care of Baron. Sometimes some animals that are first-time parents, they don't really know what to do, and so – we may have to step in and help them. Um, so we, we do take Baron off the nest um, to weigh him, to make sure he's being fed, give him a health check, and make sure he's the best that he can be and watch those parents. And so far, knock on wood, uh, everything is looking good. Well, that's great. Uh, are, are, there any other, are there any other animals that are uh, due to be uh, introduced to the zoo? Any, any pregnant uh, mamas out there or, or, yeah, or what babies? Ha- what happened to the uh <laughs> Uh, world's most dangerous bird. I forgot what you call that thing, but the uh, crazy looking thing. I always, uh, Oh, the cassowary. Yeah, cass- yeah. <laughs> My kids love yeah. that one. <laughs> That's like a, a dinosaur with feathers almost, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, due to old age, Pierre passed away. Oh, no, no. Pierre. Um, yeah. And so what we have in there now are some red cap, uh, cranes that are, that we're working with. But we do have some new animals that are, that are coming to the zoo. We have a new female red panda. Oh. Um, and, yeah, her name is Kodo. And so she's going through her quarantine and introduction phase to our male. Okay. Um, so fingers crossed on that one. We hope they, yeah. they uh, hit it off and have babies for us <laughs> as well. We also have two new black rhinos. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, we've been currently renovating the rhino habitat, and we got – the two rhinos in a male and female and right now they're brand new within the last two weeks so we're going through that slow process of getting them used to their exhibit so hopefully soon we'll be able to open that up to the public um yeah we got some really good stuff going on like the rhinos and you mentioned the lion uh do do most of the animals come when they're younger or or is an adult animal easier to deal with how what are your how's what's that process yeah, it's a great question. It kind of depends on the animal, right? So for a lot of the mammals, it's better to, to transfer them from one zoo to another when they're younger. Okay. Um, they can handle the stress of transport a lot easier being younger. Sure. Um, we do have older animals that get moved around, and uh, we have a great process for ensuring the health of the animals when we move them. Things like birds, reptiles, um, those animals can be moved at an older age, um, but we always have to monitor our animals and make sure our shipments are set up properly. So um, we do that every time, and uh, we work with other zoos that are part of the Association of Zoos and Aquarium. We are the only accredited zoo in the state of Alabama, and so we meet some strict guidelines to gain that accreditation uh, to ensure the health and welfare of our animals. 
Yeah. Well, you you mentioned Red Diamond doing uh, the the train and is a great partner for you. And uh, like my company, Truett Insurance and Bonding, we're a little bitty sponsor where they're a huge sponsor. Yeah. Uh, but really wanted to just ask, you know, if companies or people want to get involved and uh, donate and help support the zoo, how did how how did they do that? Sure. There there's several ways, and and to us, every dollar is important. It doesn't matter if it's ten dollars or or, you know, a million dollars, every donor is important to us because our zoo is successful because of the support from the community that we get. And there are many ways that folks can help the zoo out. You can make individual dollar donations through our website. Corporations can become a corporate partner, and they get a lot of great benefits for their employees when they join our corporate partner program. Discounts on memberships, tickets to events, a number of, of great things like that if you become a corporate partner. Um, we have some capital campaigns coming up um, that we will be uh, giving to the public and having them a chance to to be a part of improving their zoo. Um, so there's a number of ways that, that folks can get involved. Just coming to visit us is a great yeah. way to support the zoo. Sure. You know, come out and have a great time and, you know, buy a hot dog or a hamburger or, or something in the gift shop. And all of that money just goes to the animals and help help us uh, run the zoo. Well, we're talking with uh, Chris Pfeffercorn with the Birmingham Zoo, but Chris, I've been dying to know too, man. What is the like career path to get to where you are? How how does one become like the the leader of a zoo? Yeah. Were you, we were sitting here like, man, was he an accountant like at Ernst and just you know a job came open and he got over there? Do you train to do this? What tell us what that career arc is like? Yeah, um, no, I accountant, no. Um, <laughs> I'm an animal guy. I started out as an animal keeper and okay. um, worked in several zoos. You know, the thing about working in a zoo is, you know, if you if you want to move up, a lot of times you have to move out. Uh, and we don't have a lot of zoos in our cities. You know, it's not like a bank or a lawyer's office or, or most other businesses and professions. We usually have to go to another city. Sure. And so I, I I moved up the ranks. I had some great mentors. I listened. I learned. And uh, quite honestly, I didn't want to be a zoo director. Oh. Uh, I, I, I love working with the animals and the people that work with them. But as I kind of moved up the ranks and became deputy director at the Oregon Zoo in Portland, ah. I had the great opportunity to come down and look at the Birmingham Zoo. And um, I knew the previous director and uh, I saw a great opportunity here in Birmingham to, you know, take a great zoo and make it even better. And with the community support and the staff that we have at our zoo, um, it was just too good to pass up. So a lot of it for me was learning uh, from a lot of different people and then surround yourself with a great team. Um, yeah. Our folks that work at the Birmingham Zoo are some of the best I've worked with in 30 years. Oh, wow. And that's what makes us successful. By the way, is that team hiring? Yes. We, uh, we're we like most uh, folks out there. We sure are hiring. We have positions in a lot of different departments. We'd love for you, if you have an interest, to come join this great team. Is check out our jobs on our website at www.birminghamzoo.com okay. and click on the jobs. And please, uh, if you have an interest, let us know. We'd love to talk to you. Yeah, well, uh, we got to run, but uh, anything you want to say in closing other than everybody get out there on the 4th? Well, you know, we just want to thank everybody that that have come out to the zoo, that supported us through COVID, through our closure. Um, We can't be successful without our community. And and I just want to say thank you to everybody, and thank you guys for having me on this morning. It's great to talk about the zoo.
Yeah. Well, it's a great place. Y'all have done a, a remarkable job. It really is fun to go out there. Uh, so keep up the good work, and uh, hopefully we will uh, be able to get out there and meet you in person soon. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Thank you for having me on today, guys. All right. Have a great yeah. fourth. Fantastic. You too. Yeah. Bye-bye. Chris Pfefferkorn, president and CEO of the Birmingham Zoo. A lot of good things going on. Go out there and see Baron, the brand-new Flamingo. Josh, the brand-new yep. Lion. Uh, be a corporate partner, uh, www.birminghamzoo.com. They're yeah. hiring, too. Yeah, and want to thank Jennifer Ogilvie for uh, helping set all that up. Yeah. She, did, uh, she yeah. was incredibly helpful with it.